Kathy Motlatana on SAFM. Well, let's get straight into our thinking point this morning. On the line, General Bantu Holomisa, who is the leader of the UDM. It's one of two parties that had brought two separate requests before the National Assembly Speaker, Nosuviwa Mapisa Ngagula, in relation to the action that they believe should be taken against President Cyril Ramaphosa over the robbery at his Palapala farm. Uh, General Holomisa, good morning to you. Thank you for your time this morning. Good morning to you, Sissi, and good morning to our listeners. It's no surprise that the story has taken the country by storm, and there's so many different reactions that have come out of it. I think let's just begin with the view of your organization, your party, the UDM. What do you think needs to happen, and, and how has this left you, you, you know, feeling and thinking about the president? Well, firstly, we are not surprised uh, with the response from the speaker. We have traveled this uh, road before under the former speaker, Bayerambet, wherein both of them, if not all of them, all their speakers, they always put the interest of their leaders uh, ahead of the country, leaders as well as the, the party ahead of the country. But uh put to the speaker last week, uh, two weeks ago, I think, uh, requesting her to that parliament must exercise their oversight uh, role over the executive by appointing, uh, conducting a preliminary investigation uh, through a retired judges of the concord such a preliminary investigation would be tabled or referred to the to the npa for just their decision so that this thing is done quickly and president Sir ramaphosa knows where he stands and his organization the more now you prolong and say you're waiting for the investigation. The police have had two years. Instead, they have been found wanting because some of them are alleged to have uh, <clears throat> been involved in the torturing of the people. So we are now waiting for uh, those deployees in those uh, security cluster to come up with something. I'm not convinced, but the speaker's position, we've noted it, but she must know that that is not the end of this case. We are going to take a tactical withdrawal and wait for the so-called investigation by public protector and the hawks. So they cannot fool all South Africans. Do you think that what we're seeing now will in some ways be setting Parliament up um, to what we have seen before, where Parliament has been found of has been found guilty of neglecting and derelicting its duties by not holding the executive to account? Oh, definitely it will be like that. Uh, funny enough, uh, former Speaker Modi, uh, Madam Modisa, uh, Honorable Modisa, 
she was quick to appoint uh, an inquiry headed by Judge uh, uh, of the of the, uh, of the concord, former Concord Judge, uh, a body which included uh, advocates Cerveza and others, to evaluate the speakers, I mean the public protectors' uh, behavior or whatever. But in this case, we are told that no president is not a member of parliament. All those people excuses. So we are still waiting for, for instance, for for the Zondo Commission, the final report. And I'm sure Parliament is going to feature well there once more again being attacked that uh, it has failed to do its oversight role, to conduct its oversight role. You as the UDM had asked for an investigation by Parliament into the matter, the ATM took it a step further and said that it would have, it, it would want to see a process established to remove the president. Uh, would you would you support what ATM is saying? Do you support what they say? Both uh, requests should firstly should have been tabled into the meeting of the Woods Forum, including the presiding officers and discuss this because there is a precedence already in the case of uh, <clears throat> the public protector where there was a body in, in, in established to investigate the public protector. It was done by parliament, as I've said earlier. So the, if they had a meeting, I'm sure they would say, well, the first phase should be this, the second phase should be that, uh, for the speaker to say uh, we needed a motion, yet in the same letter, she tells tells the South Africans that uh, the president is not uh, is not a member of parliament. So how are we going to to, to come up with a motion to, to somebody who is not a member of parliament? But simple put, they are shielding the president. What do you think makes it hard for Parliament to hold the President accountable? Because ultimately, Parliament is supposed to represent the interests of the people and not individual political party interests. It's not Parliament who is doing this. It's, it's, uh, it's the Speaker alone. Because mm-hmm. if she were to say, after meeting the leaders or the whips of various parties, of all parties in Parliament. This is what we have uh, concluded. So it's her own uh, position. So we know her history. We know how she went, she came to be the speaker. So it's a question of saying, uh, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. What do you mean by that? Are you suggesting uh, that she's beholden to the president because at a time so when many was, thought she would she, she would be she fired? Was, yeah, she was saved from being fired when she contradicted the president on the uh, uh, July mayhem last year. Instead, she was rewarded to, to be given a speaker's position. Now that her uh, her boss is in trouble, so rather. She would take a position where she says, no, I must pay back and protect my leader. 
What are the biggest concerns that you as the eight, as the UDM have about these allegations that have been made against the president? They are serious because uh, Cyril Ramaphosa was uh, elected on a ticket of of anti-corruption. So everybody uh, expected that, uh, yes, he is going to bet on a wicket of anti-corruption. And it, he has tried, did very well on that. And also that uh, as a leader of the country, he has been the point person to lure investors into the country, marketing South Africa. Now, when this issue around him is not clarified by himself in the first instance, let alone the police, and then <clears throat> it uh, now leaves a little bit of a dark cloud over his shoulders. That's why we were saying a, a preliminary investigation by independent retired judges would quickly uh, settle this, set free the president to do his work, mm. and uh, and also that there's nothing or there's something. But now for him to keep on saying, oh, no, I'll wait for the investigation, to investigate what, what are you hiding? You must just tell us. There's no such a thing. Anyone who wants to investigate... It's free to do so, but I have not done A, B, C, D, E. So much was go- was was received from was stolen from my 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 my, my farm. Uh, it's not true that I had dollars. If I had dollars, this is dollars I got them from there. Why did you not declare them with SARS? Then also, that's that's what people wants to hear from him. That's all. What do you think the president should be doing in the meantime? Do you support calls made by others that he should step down, step aside, whichever way you want to put it, but he should take some leave of absence from his role as the president? The UDM, in the letter we wrote to the speaker, we suggested that uh, perhaps uh, the president could should, should possibly consider taking uh, going to a sabbatical leave until mid-August. That on its own, when we put that time frame, we wanted to make sure that whoever will be investigating this by mid-August, this must be. We must know as a country where we are heading to. We can't continue to to board this ship, which is rudderless. Mm. We're going to continue the conversation with General Bantu Holomisa. He is the leader of the UDM. Matsidiso and Bloom, I'll also give you a chance to ask him the question that you have on mind. I'll also be taking more of your calls on 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line 614 It's 9.30. Luyanda Maume is standing by with a look at your headlines. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. We continue the conversation on the talking point, and today we're looking at the UDM and ATM's request for Parliament um, to actually look into the Palapala robbery to hold the President accountable and how those requests have been rejected by the Speaker. General Bantu Holomisa is the leader of the UDM. He's still with us on the line. Let me go to Matsiriso in Bloom. Matsiriso, good morning. Good morning, Katie, and how are you? I'm well, thank you. 
Yeah, you know, uh, with the ATM, we are not surprised. We are not at all surprised. You know, they are being said by Jimmy Mani, who is their member and who is with Jacob Zuma. So with ATM, we are not surprised. But with General, it really surprises us. More that he even has a, a deadline of when he wants the, 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 the investigation to be done by mid-August. But my question to the general is, who, when he, he, wants the, he wants the president to be on for a special leave, whatever leave, and in, during the interim, who does he seem fit to be taking care of the country? We know that President Ramaphosa came into the, to be the president with a cut of corruption-free, corruption-fighting. Mm. Then all the others in the ANC, no one has declared corruption-free except President Ramaphosa. Uh, he, we thought General Bantu Holomita would be the person to support corruption-free. But now he wants a president to go on some official leave. And he doesn't even care who is the complainant because the complainant himself is not a clean person. Uh, we have never heard General Bantu Holomita comment about Arthur Fraser. We have never heard Bantu Holomita commenting about what Arthur Fraser must answer for, the money in the SSA that he should answer for, that uh, he knows about. Uh, nothing. General is not concerned. That to General Holomita is not corruption. Corruption is the money stolen in the private property of the president and as a matter of agency, like agency the general wants the president gone. But let the general tell us who must take this country forward. Is it a- so do we not have a deputy president? It, David uh, Mabuza, uh, would, would he not be the acting president just as he probably is on occasions where the president is out of the country? Of course, unless uh, they're both like out I of the said, country. Within, eh? Like I said, within the ANC and mm. the community, we don't see anybody fit. Even the deputy president, to us, is not fit to can lead this country. Based on his history in Pumalanga, we don't see him fit. But maybe in the eyes of general, there is someone. Maybe he wants uh, uh, the deputy president to take us forth. Okay. Maybe he wants this country to be led like Mpumalanga was led when he wants the deputy president. Or maybe he has got someone. So, so, Matiri, so are, are, you, are you saying that the only person capable of leading this country right now in the ANC is Cyril Ramaphosa? Within the ANC, I still stand. Within the ANC, unless if maybe we are open enough to say in the country who can lead besides Cyril Ramaphosa, we let, can have a lot of people leading. Let, with, let, me, let, let, me give, let me give General Holomisa an opportunity to come in. Okay. Uh, thank, thank you very much uh, for your contribution, uh, my sister. The truth of the matter is that if uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa, after consulting his family, and possible the leadership of the ANC to say, guys, in the interest of the organization and the country, uh, the balance of probabilities is sufficient enough for me to take a, a go to a sabbatical leave until this matter is settled, right? Then the ANC, which has got majority in the house, 
if you are not, if they are not satisfied with their deputy, they can come up still with another leader to act in that position. But so far, Riti uh, Mabuza is not facing any criminal charges. So he is the deputy president. The constitution is clear. If something happens to the president, he automatically should be the, pers- the next person. After all, he's, he's going to act. In so far as uh, Mr. Fraser is concerned, it's not true that we have not uh, commented on it. We were listening to Zondo Commission uh, when the, the members of the SSAA were testifying. We did comment on that. Did that, over and above that, for your information, Holomisa was a member of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. We know the report which, which uh, implicated Fraser and others. I was in the delegation which went to see the president as members of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. I think five days after the president was inaugurated. And we said to him, please sort out the state intelligence. There is a mess there, serious allegations of abuse of funds. That finding has made its way to the Zondo Commission. And the Zondo Commission has already indicated, and in fact, the findings are going to be uh, coming out this this week or, to, or tomorrow to suggest, to say, yes, we know here is a proof. This this is the action which must be taken. To say we didn't fold our arms. So I'm, I must correct you, my sister. Maybe you missed out when I, I commented publicly. All right. Thanks for that, General Holomisa. Matsiriso, we'll leave it there for this morning. Thanks for calling in, for uh, contributing to the conversation. Let me quickly go to JJ and Polokwane. JJ, you also have a question for General Holomisa. Hello, JJ. Try and move around for me a bit, JJ. I'm struggling to hear you there. You, you are not hearing me well? Ah, that's much better. Good. Um, I, let, let me first commend uh, General Olomis. I think he comes up with a good suggestion. It's only that at times they have problems because they are misaligned with the constitutional provisions. But I think he is trying to get the, the matter resolved. Um, let, let, let me say this. What, what is it that makes the 50 million people of South Africa to believe that a billionaire like the president cannot afford to buy a safe to keep his money, <laughs> and he keeps his money under the bed. Don't we think that is to generate something hype within the community? And then we rush all day to that direction. But, let but JJ, conclude, let JJ, me just conclude by JJ, JJ, <laughs> is it not by force of habit, you know, because maybe if you've grown up with money under the mattress, you just get used to it. <laughs> I hear you, Katie, I hear you, Katie, and uh, I think that is... Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hear it's tongue-in-cheek, but I want to know why do we believe that. 
And let me conclude by saying, General Romisa, I think I understand the way he's coming from. He was a member of the ANC and he does not want to destabilize the government. That's why he does not buy the issue that the president must be removed. He does not buy that. I can hear from what he has presented in his uh, uh, introduction. He does not want that. But the thing is, when we are dealing with our politics and the development of the country, let's not forget this statement which was mentioned by one guy long way back to say to deal with the problems of the Africans when they shall have taken the government, it will need a genius. And who said that? It's fervored himself. And all those things that we are doing, if we ignore that statement, our likelihood of going back to where we were, it's 99.9%. All right. And I think we must bear that in mind. All right, Thanks JJ. Very much, Thanks for the call. JJ out in Bolokwani. General Holomisa, I'll give you a chance to respond in a moment. I've got a couple more callers that have called in specifically with questions for you. So I hope you can bear with us and stay on the line just a little bit longer. We'll continue with the thinking point after this. SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. We continue the conversation on the talking point. General Bantu Holomisa, leader of the UDM, is on the line. We've been talking about accountability and the processes that he would want Parliament to follow. And as far as holding the president accountable for the robbery that took place at his Palapala farm. And uh, General Holomisa, thank you so much for agreeing just to stay on a little bit longer. Let me go to Nzikan in Durban. Good morning. Hi, Nzikana. People are opposing. I've got only two points for, for Badu Olomisa, who is referred to as a general. Um, the first one is when he said the country is rudderless. Badu Olomisa has been a politician like forever. He's become a career parliamentarian. And he was a member of parliament during the previous administration, which was more, even more rudderless. But that he, f- he felt was normal. The second thing is that it speaks about the history of the, of the parliamentary speak of parliament, forgetting that he's got his own history. When he was the leader of, through a coup of the Transkai, he made such a mess of the Transkai during his, his term that a unit had to be put in place to clean up after him. After, 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 after he had left to clean up all the mess that he had done in the transcript. So he's the, Madhu is the last person to speak about rudderlessness and, and the history. Thank you. All right. In Sikana and Durban, thanks for that. Uh, General Holomisa? Well, yeah, you can hear that uh, he's frustrated because the so-called uh, mess uh, in Transkai is contrary to what is 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 what we did. Instead, we we that so-called task team. I think it was headed by uh, a judge. A judge uh, that forgot. It found nothing. If he says that they found something, no. The ministers and the DGs of the then Transkai under the Transkai military government, not a single one was uh, found wanting. Instead, it was us who were frustrated by the then National Party government, 
when we wanted to extradite the people like Sol Kersner and, uh, and, and, and other people who were building houses, uh, showed the houses under the Matanzima regime. When we wanted to extradite those people, Pitbota flatly refused. So I don't know what is he talking about. Uh, so sometimes uh, this uh, frustrated lot. I'm still here, young man. Uh, yes, I was once part of the ANC, but when I spoke the truth of what had happened in Transkei, as you know, I was shown the door. But I told them that to think that you have had the last word about Holomisia, you are swimming, you are fooling yourself. Here am I. I'm still betting on an anti-corruption ticket since 1987. And we have hit, <laughs> in this, in, in this uh, we are occupying the Chris, and we have hit you guys and others for sixes and fours, not even singles. All right. Let me go to Uppington. Aisha, good morning. Morning, Kathy. Hi, we Aisha. We all miss you. We all miss you. <laughs> Thank you, Aisha. And, and, and you got one of my favorite people there. General, you can take over the presidency in, in the interim. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he'll probably have to fight the other leaders of the opposition <laughs> parties for that. <laughs> Listen, wait now. Let me get, get, get serious, Kathy. General, what I want to know by you is um, how far is the response from the FBI about that Glencore matter that you referred to them? That's one. Two, um, can you not approach the court to make the speaker do do her job and set up this committee like she's supposed to? Can I listen on the radio? Absolutely, Aisha. Thanks for that. Have a good one. On the Glencore matter, the, the public protector uh, said they are looking into, the, uh, co- into our complaint. You must also remember that it might take longer because the public protector's office should get in touch firstly with the Zondo Commission, I would assume, to get the... The, 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 the script of uh, uh, Brian Molith when he testified about ESCOM because he dwelt at length on the on the on the Glencore related uh, corruption. So it would be interesting, therefore, what kind of cooperation is she going to get from the Zondo Commission? But I'm sure the evidence leaders of Zondo Commission, which share that information with her. And then after that, then she might uh, then ask whatever department, international relations, I don't know how they do these things, to ask the USA as to whether uh, South Africa was not among the seven countries in mm. Africa which has been which have been accused of accepting bribes. Remember that those countries, uh, they were saying that there were seven, but they didn't mention all of them. And then hence we said, just make sure that South Africa is not part of this, because Brian Molife did raise the the, the issues of, uh, of corruption uh, at the Zondo Commission. Mm. Uh, so in terms of... Uh, uh, what is the other question? 
No, I, I think I, th- I think that was the main one. I think that was the main and one. And then for acting, for acting, yeah. Well, if you say I'm, I'm a, I can act for for six months, <laughs> then all the findings of this commission, both in party commission and Zondo commission, you will see the implementation of them, like we did in the then Transkei military government after the commissions of inquiry pointing fingers to Kesna and many other South Africans then, we implemented those findings by applying for extradition extradition of those people, but they refused. Okay. Well, I I suppose, you know, if we were to look at it um, realistically, uh, you know, it's unlikely to be an option, but um, it's always good to to put your best foot forward, uh, General Holomisa. Let me go to Kwezi. Kwezi, you're calling us from (laughs) Kumbu. Good morning. Uh, good morning, good morning, Kate. Yes. Good morning, General. Morning, morning, sir. Um, Kate, when 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 the ruling party was a mess in 2016-2017, the only best option for them was the current president. And the current president was paraded as a paragon of virtue who had come to save the ANC and South Africa from the downward spiral. But be that as it may, that does not make him immune to the accountability. And according to the Constitution, the only institution that has got powers vested in it to hold the president of the country accountable is parliament. So the, the UTM and the ATM were correct in initiating a mechanism that was going to hold the president accountable because if South Africa is no longer attractive to investors, we have an economy that is a mess. And the only thing that could save us as a country is to have a president that is beyond reproach. So if we have a president that has got a questionable integrity, we are going to walk down the same road as we did before under the leadership of President Zoom. Mm. So I want to comment, General, and the fellow thing I hear, we must push it up to the Constitutional Court because when the former Speaker, Ubale Gambete, was shielding President Zuma from accountability. The only saving grace became the Constitutional Court. And this one also has got all the hallmarks of the, of the, of the saga by Jacob Zuma. And let us push it, General, up to the Constitutional Court without wasting much of your time. Thanks so much. All right, all right, Kwezi. Thanks for that call. Uh, uh, let me go to Maba to Mandla. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Mandla. Uh, I want to say good morning to General Olomisa. Morning, sir. 
I want to ask uh, the question to the general, because uh, the general is a member of the parliament, and in our country there is a law that says you are innocent until proven guilty. If they are against that, why they can't go back to parliament to to change that? Because in, in, in this issue of the president, the president has made it clear that he's going to cooperate with the law enforcement. And they don't want to wait for that. They just jump because they want to make a lot of noise for nothing. In this country, we have banning issues. Now, today we have truck drivers who are striking, protesting against something that is very serious. And we have issues like in Yaupe, they will never have general talking about that. But they are jumping for things that will, won't help us. We remove Jacob Zuma and we still have a problem. Why we can't solve these problems? Because to remove Ramaphosa won't help this country because we still have problems. Unemployment rate is going high, high, each and every day. But they are doing nothing. They just jump just for this four million rand. So, so, so Mandla, you don't feel that the issue of, of the president right now is a big issue? You don't feel that it's a burning issue? No, 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 no. There are burning issues before. Really? The yeah, it's the burning Why issue. Not? Why not? Why is it not a burning it's, issue? No, it's, it's not serious because this, the president says he will cooperate with the law enforcement. Why we can't wait for that until after that we can jump? If we see that there is nothing that is happening, but we can't, we don't want to wait for that because we want to be seen. We want to see that like we are waiting when you are making noise. Let us wait for the president and the law enforcement to deal with this matter. Let us deal with these other matters that they come before this one. All right, that's Mantla's view out in Mabatu, General Holomisa. Let me give you a chance to respond. Well, the. The poor fellow thinks that we are dealing with an employee who, if we say we suspend or we expel him or her, she would take us to a CCMA and uh, to say, nah, let's wait until the courts have done ABCTE. He is mis- uh, He didn't hear me correctly, what I'm saying. When you are dealing with um, a person of we are talking here about the balance of probabilities. Is sufficient enough in this case for him to take a leave so that uh, he is not associated or accused of having influenced the outcome of the investigation because he's the head of government. And uh, so far, the allegations are serious. Actually, those allegations where the police uh, were used to uh, in a wrong way and uh, misusing the resources instead of reporting this matter in the police station in the first instance. Those allegations are serious against the president. They need to be investigated and without any fear that there would be interference. Why has he been quiet for the last two years about this? Even today, he has failed to convince the South Africans. So all we are saying, my brother, is that just two months, I call the
Naya show Guti, he is uh, willing to lead by example. I mean, to take, for instance, the DGs and the chief directors, uh, president has suspended those people. He would write letters to them and say, show cause why I cannot suspend you. Mm-hmm. Like he has done to the public protector, the DG of education, and many others. And some of those people had to take leave. In fact, we are paying millions of friends to suspended senior officials. Why can't that principle be, appli- be applicable to a politician like All yourself? Right. All right. General Bantu Holomisa, let me thank you so much uh, for your time. He's the leader of the UDM. I'm going to wrap it up this morning with Station in Duduza. Station, good morning.